0: So as chapter 13 goes on, David has a he has a good idea. Alright, we can't find anything bad with the idea, right? We want to worship God, right? Mm-hmm. We want to worship God at the ark, right? The ark is where God's presence is, right? right? So by verse 5, that David gathered all Israel together from Shiloh to Egypt, even into entering Hamath, to bring the ark of God from Kira. Jerem, and David went up, and all of Israel to Bala, and that is to Kira Jerem, which belongeth to Judah, to bring up thence the ark of the Lord our God, that dwell between the cherubims, whose name is called on it. Now, if you remember about the name of God, how many people know how many times a week would the people in Israel say out loud the name of God? Never. What was that? Never. never. You never say God's name. They wouldn't not even know, don't, don't take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. They wouldn't write it down in the, in the Bible. The way we have the, the word Yahweh. Yahweh is what we write for the name of God, right? Yahweh was y H W H. That's supposed to be like Jehovah transliterated and whatnot. but even that was the name that they had for God with letters taken out so that you weren't even writing down the whole name. There was such there was such reverence exactly for the name of God that the the priest wouldn't write it down the people wouldn't say it the priest wouldn't say it either but on the ark of the covenant was the name of god who can tell me something that was inside of this chest known as the ark of the covenant it's some cool stuff in there can anybody tell me anything that was in the ark of the covenant Hmm. Come Ten on, boldly, huh? The slab of the Ten Commandments that was in the Ark of the Covenant. Two more things. Anybody? Let's take a stab at it. Take a stab at. it. Well, that is the kind cane, of a big order. The
1: cane um, that Moses had.
0: Close. close. Extremely close. The staff of Aaron. Yeah. yeah it was it was the one that they had but it budded after they were oh, after like they that. took the stab you know how you take a staff and you have a walking stick it's a dead piece of wood it's a detached from the tree but it budded it, it that means buds were growing out of it flowers out of a dead piece of wood that was in the Ark of the Covenant and the last thing that, I, that we want to mention what can you think if, if, if you don't know what it is, it's probably kind of hard to, to guess. But it was the bones of Joseph. The bones of Joseph were brought from Egypt to the promised land. Yeah, the one tribe that wasn't a tribe. Think about that. Joseph was the one son of Jacob. That was a tribe, but his family, they weren't, they weren't just Israelites anymore. They were Egyptians. Mm-hmm. So that 13, he became like the 13th tribe. The 13th son was Benjamin, but Benjamin became the 12th tribe. Joseph's tribe became his sons, uh, I think Ephraim and Manasseh. They became like the half tribes, they're like they're kind of tribes, but they're not tribes. But Joseph's family was not the tribes, uh like the tribes of Israel, like his brothers' families were. But his bones were brought so that after he died, so that he would also be able to rest in the promised land with his fathers. That was amazing to me. I was like, Bones? Are you kidding? Bones? And in the Ark of the Covenant, it was built so there were two cherubs. Cherubs are a choir of angels. Who knows anything about the cherubs? Who, who, who can tell me? What do you think of when you think of cherubs? Wings. Angels. angels. It's one of the choirs of angels. Most people think of uh, Eros from Roman mythology, uh, Cupid. Cupid, like a little fat baby with a diaper with uh, wings. That's the picture that people have of a cherub. You know, a cherub was. A choir of angels that was close to God. Uh, we have the cherubim, and we also have the seraphim. Who knows what seraphim are? They're another choir of angels. They're like seraphim. They're like cherubim, but they're different in that seraphim have six wings: two to fly with, two to cover her of their face, and two to cover their uh, feet. All right, so they go into the presence of God. But they have wings, two to fly, two to cover face, two to cover feet. But cherubim have two wings. And on the Ark of the Covenant, there were two cherubims. And their wings went up like this. And where their wings would come together, would come down. There was a piece where there was a piece of uh, showbread or a or, 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 or piece of manna. Manna, that was the other thing in the Ark of the Covenant. They had some manna in there from the, w- the wilderness was in there but right between the wings of the the uh cherubim that's where the presence of god will come down and sometimes you see the presence of god it'd be like a smoke like a cloud in the daytime it'd be like a cloud and all over from everywhere that you could see that cloud that's that's where god is at nighttime it'd be like a pillar of fire and they could look and say oh my gosh that's the presence of god right there right there but during the days of saul in saul's kingdom What we find is God's presence has been neglected. All right, God's presence has been neglected. And what David wants to do is he wants all of us to come together. He wants all of us to worship God again. And what better place to worship God than right there at the ark? The ark was the center of of everything. It's where... You know, when they built the tabernacle, they put the ark down. They built a tabernacle around it. The tab- tabernacle was the tent where all of Israel would meet when they were traveling throughout the wilderness. they meet at that tent, and they worship God. They used the, the tabernacle all the way up until the time where Solomon built, this, build, built the temple. Now, mind you, Solomon's not even born yet at this point in our story. No. But that same place, if you think we're at David starting his kingdom, right? The end of Saul's reign, right? How many years before that was there in Israel in the promised land? How many years were, were the judges in Israel? It was over 400 years. This is the same ark. Over 400. The United States has been a country for 242 years, all right? We have not been a country as long. We've been a country about half as long as it's been just through the time of the judges. But the ark is still there. It's like an ancient thing and it hasn't fallen apart. It hasn't gone into disrepair. People just haven't paid attention to it. So the presence of God Though it's still in Israel, its physical manifestation has been ignored. That doesn't mean God is gone, that God is forgotten. It just means that there are blessings that Israel could have, that Israel doesn't have, because she's ignored the God that provides those things. And the good idea is to bring to the center, to everybody's attention and to everybody's worship, the Ark of God. So they carried the Ark. Verse 7. The Ark is carried. On a cart. That was pulled by what?
1: Benedict?
0: No Abinadad is a person. Well the Ark was pulled by a cart. A cart of oxen. That's what I was going for. <laughs> all right uza and Aho drave the cart what that means is they're pulling the they're they're uh driving the oxen they're either sitting on on the thing saying all right go, mule, go mule, to the oxen or they're pulling the on the the thing you know the ark have a bridle they're basically leading the oxen and what happens along the way David and, the, and everybody, they, it's got like a marching band. Everybody's playing instruments. They're going forward. Everybody is so happy. David, now remember, verse 12, all these hundreds of thousands of people are coming to his aid. He's got an army around him. He's got all of Israel at this point. They're all marching together to bring the ark of God to Jerusalem. It's a great idea. But great idea does not equal great execution. All right? Did... David, go to God and ask God should he bring the ark. It
1: doesn't record that he did.
0: It doesn't record that he did. Do you think David should have done that first?
1: Considering the history with taking the ark without permission.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And exactly what happens afterwards. (laughs) There is uh, the, the marching band goes forward. The folks continue to go with joy. It was a great idea David had. But by the time we get down to verse 9, when they came unto the threshing floor of Chidon, Uzzah put forth his hand to hold the ark, for the oxen stumbled. And the and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him, because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before God. Kind of strict, don't you think? Kind of strict. Go ahead. I
1: was just thinking about Saul, and the big deal about Saul was that he was not looking to God for direction. And the last time they had the ark, they just kind of took the ark and did, you know, God's with us. They just took the ark oh, and yeah. They didn't consult God about anything. And we, we know that story ends, you know, people in their hemorrhoids and they were trying to get the yes. ark back. So, so with God's spirit leaving Saul over time, you know, because he wasn't really listening to God, he was more geared toward what the people were saying. You would think if we're going to bring the ark back, one of the first things we're going to do is make sure we consult God because this is a new era, a new day. God's back in control. He's back on his throne, which he never left really, but in the people's eyes, you would think they would consult him. Right. Because it's more than just God, like some people might look at it like he's being petty. No, you know, you, you have to ask him. You just like move the ark around without
0: so, permission. Seeking. So God, God is—he's reacting. We can tell by his reaction what his thoughts are concerning what has happened. Remember when we started? Well, it's just to re- recuperate—not um, rec- review. When we started First Samuel, we said we will learn how to judge God's mind by his reactions. We'll be able to know what's in his thoughts by his reaction, and also the people that are involved. We can judge their their thoughts. And their heart by their actions and reactions. So you see here that God was angry. The Bible just comes out and says, "And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and he smote him because he put his hand to the ark, and there he died before the Lord." It says here that the anger of the Lord was that the Lord's anger was burned against Uzzah. To so the C S B version of the Bible, all right. What did Uzzah do wrong? Should he have just let the ark fall down onto the ground and possibly break to pieces? The, umble- the oxen stumbled, the-, the cart shifts, the ark starts moving like it's sliding off. Should Uza have put his hand up to stop the ark? Should he have done that to stop the ark from falling? you. Or should he just let it fall? Or is there something else to be considered? Let me ask the question a different way. Whose fault is it that Uzzah died? Yes. Think about it. Think about it. What did you say? Said
1: David.
0: David. Sometimes we have a good idea. And we take on more responsibility than we should. All right. It was a good idea to bring the Ark of the Covenant to the center of of everybody's attention for praise and worship to bring God into the into the focus of the entire kingdom that's a great idea moving the ark may have been the best way to get it there the, the it to the center of, of people's attention but by not consulting God David did something which in law is called it's like when you get bad evidence from or you get good evidence from a bad source it's called the fruit of a poisonous tree. So, if there's a traffic stop, the ju- the the cops don't have probable cause. They stop you just oh that guy's black. He must be doing something wrong. He pulls you over, finds drugs in your car. You go to trial. The judge is going the, the officer is going to be asked why did you pull him over? If the if the officer cannot provide a legal reason why he pulled you over, then everything that came from him pulling you over is then non immensible in court. All those drugs that he found, it can't be used against you. They can't be admitted into court because they are the fruit of a poisonous tree. And by bringing the ark, a great idea, to the forefront of, of Israel's mind and focus without consulting God, David did the same thing.